Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think by default, I met many mentors along the way. Um, my clients are my mentors. My clients are my, 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 my best coaches. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Chump and in this episode, we're speaking with property strategist, investment coach and mentor, author and former nurse Duncan Yields. He shares with us why he's decided to go down the investment path, who inspired him and mentored him and shares the best advice for everyday investors. Yields describes the realization that changed the game for him. The aha moment, I think, was multiple small ones in in the years, sort of 2003, 4, 5, 6, when everything was really consolidating. Um, And that was very much around the idea of building that balanced portfolio. He believes different investment strategies can and should be used at different times and education is vital. There are so many different people out there and look, you've spoken, you've been very fortunate to interview so many uh, property specialists over your time. Um, and you know, whether it be a renovation add value, whether it be uh, subdividing a block and, and doing a, you know, selling off the block or doing a development or doing a duplex um, or doing positive cash flow or doing uh, buy and holds or units or townhouses, um, property options, there are so many different ways of doing property. They're all right. They're, all of them are right. My um, Exactly, and that's it. And for me, we were negative geared. We couldn't have been more negative geared to start with. And I see so many clients that come to you that are on negative geared. And I see other clients come to me and go, look at this. I've got 15 properties. I've got 20 properties, and I'm pulling $150,000 a year positive cash flow in. Great. Are you paying down the debt? No, no, we're having a fantastic time. Are the properties going up in value? No, they're the same price they were 10 years ago. Okay, so <laughs> when, when is this scenario going to change? What happens if you lose um, What happens if you lose uh, an industry out of that cash flow town, which has happened? Port Hedland, Caratha, Gladstone, uh, Strawn, um, down in Tasmania. I've seen clients over and over again build unbalanced portfolios buy property to renovate and add value to at the wrong end of the market. Um, and as a result, their portfolio is upside down. So every strategy has its place uh, and every strategy should be looked at and you should learn about every strategy because when you have those learnings, you can act most effectively, um, if, if that makes sense. It, it's very much if you understand uh, the, the opportunity that's in front of you, 
you can grasp the opportunity if it's right. But if you so many people, there are brilliant opportunities. Um, most recently, House of Land, I, I had clients buying in, in Geelong down in Victoria in 2016, 15, 16, and everyone was going, why the hell would you want to buy in Geelong? There's nothing down there. It's a country town. It's, uh, and the people that were wise enough and actually were prepared to listen have seen a, you know, in, in 16, 17, 18, saw a 20% growth per annum on their on their properties um yeah it's it's understanding the dynamics and what's going on in a marketplace and the part of the property cycle that you're buying in and the strategy you're using in that marketplace in that part of the property cycle that makes all the difference yields explains the phrases that investors need their portfolio to flow through there are though three phases of a property any property investor's life and doesn't matter whether you're starting at 20 or 50 it's that consolidate. It's it's that growth phase where you're going out, and you're buying property that is going to give you the results you need, whether it be yield or whether it be capital growth. They're both yields; they're just different sorts of growth or tax benefits or and tax benefits. Then you go into a stage once you've built that portfolio up, and that was our 25. We built the portfolio up to 25 properties. Then you consolidate and you sell off the things you bought to sell, you develop the ones you bought to develop, whatever the strategy was and the reason why you bought them in the first place. And you consolidate down just to your blue chip properties and you keep your blue chip ones all the way through that process. Now, blue chip is something in, in a better suburb, for example, in a blue, in a, in a built-up area where the, the area has already been developed. It's got a number of industries around it. So you're generally talking your CBDs or, or coastal locations. And they're going to continue to give you that growth over that period of time, um, over over the extended period, not just a short time. Um, so it's very much the acquisition phase, the consolidation phase, and then really gets to a point, and this is where the, I was just talking to this gentleman last night, um, where yeah, he's coming off all these interest-only loans. Well, the strategy there will be to, to sell to pay down the debt, especially against principal place of residence. Keep the ones, there's a couple that are still development opportunities and uh, potential there. Keep those because there's good upside in that. And then in the next five to, to seven years with him, we'll mostly then just consolidate. And then obviously once those development blocks are, are done, we'll be down just to the two or three properties. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of logic. He focuses on portfolio outcomes rather than getting a specific number of properties. You know, if you type in how many properties do you need, there's everyone gets out there and says, you need 25. You need, uh, man, there's one buyer's agent out there that's got, you know, 250 properties. Um, man, I, I had 25. And truth, it was it was a full-time job just managing the managers <laughs> and the problems and the loans and, and everything else. And okay. it just the accounting, it was, it was crazy. Um, you don't need 25 properties. You know, you, you don't need five. You need three, two, one. It totally depends on the lifestyle you want and what you want out of your properties at the end of the day. That's how many properties you need. And every property, how many, yeah, if they're all worth a million dollars each or $100,000 each, well, there's just significant differences in the outcomes you're going to get on each of those properties. Yields constantly talks about the importance of having a team of trustworthy and educated people to work with and explains how he met the strategist that helped him grow his portfolio. 
So why I met um, my property strategist and uh, and finance guys was uh, a brother-in-law had gone to an Anthony Robbins event. And Anthony Robbins, one of his seminars he runs, is a wealth creation strategy seminar um, and talks about all different sorts of wealth creation. And out of that, one of the speakers was running his two-day workshop on property investing and we played this game called the property game and he invited me to come along to that and that's where I met my strategist. Now at the time uh, he acted as a buyer's agent this uh, property strategist I was introduced to, mentor that I was introduced to and every property that I bought cost me $5,000 as a buyer's agency fee. Now that's good and that's bad. Difference between a real estate agent and a buyer's agent. A real estate agent is aiming to get the highest price for the seller. A buyer's agent is aiming to get the lowest price for the buyer. They charge you a fee for that, but that's that's the difference. You also have some reservations about the use of buyer's agents. The problem with the buyer's agent, <clears throat> and please, this is not nothing against the buyer's agent. The problem with the buyer's agent is that they don't naturally look past that role of securing the best price for the property for you. And they will very much go off your set of buying rules that you give them. Now, unfortunately, most people can't even get out of their own way because they have their own beliefs, their own stories about what they need in their portfolio and what they should buy based on what their brother-in-law or their sister-in-law told them at a barbecue or the bad experience someone had buying off the plan. I mean, man, how many people are going to tell my off-the-plan story uh, for the monument? Man, don't ever buy off the plan. Off the plan. You can lose $250,000. And if you just took that forward, um, you'd, you'd be so wrong about in, uh, off the plan because literally I also made $250,000 in six months out of off the plan properties. So it's, and I tell that story because of that exact point is that everything has got its good points and everything has got its bad. Quite often, people just don't know what they need. And it's not until they have a team that actually supports them. He believes performance based payment is a more fair and successful way to employ a buyer's agent. And the whole point behind that buyer's agent was what I got out of that was that as as a strategist, if people are saying, pay me lots of money up front and then I'll make a performance for you, well, you've sort of got to take a guess at why why they're doing what they're doing. If you went to a surgeon and the surgeon said, look, I'll fix your heart, but tell you what, pay me before we have the operation, or you went to your accountant and the accountant said, look, I think it's going to cost me $1,000 for your accounts this year. Pay me before I do any work. Then he's been paid. Where's the story? Where's the story? The interest is the wrong way around. So to me, anytime you can sit down with someone and say, okay, I'll work with you, I'm going to get paid on my performance. And as an outcome of my performance, if I don't perform, if I don't get to a result, I don't get paid. Do you think that person is a little hungrier to actually get a result for you and get a good result for you? Um, and the, 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 the commitment then lies on them getting that result. Not, I, I believe very strongly in, in property strategists, um, like so many other professions, they don't get paid until they get a result. Well, it's the same. Yield shares with us some compelling reasons why he started on his investment journey and continues to grow and manage his portfolio. As a nurse, I could have stayed in the industry, gone back to the industry after travelling and 
continue to make my sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. I loved helping people, and uh, yes, I was, I was paid for it. And yeah, no, if I went back to straight nursing in a, in a hospital ward, yeah, you go to work at seven, come out at three. There's no stress done. Uh, <laughs> so as a lifestyle, it would have been pretty easy. I think though, yeah, for, for since literally, um, yeah, the early two thousands, I've been self-employed. You know, I've been fortunate enough to travel to you know, eighty plus countries around the world. Um, I, I've, I've had my son; I've taken him on you know, some significant journeys around the world. Um, I look at that that ability of me to have a, a lifestyle where I can be at home um, when I want to do when I want to do it, rather than work that get up at seven, go to work at seven, get home at three do you know 40 hours a week 38 hours a week whatever it is um and not have the choices so i think that the why is very much around lifestyle and being able to do what i want to do when i want to do it uh, that's my driver i mean my other side of that driver i'm very passionate about um uh, being able to support kids i work very strongly with a uh, organization called magic moments they run a youth summit each year and support um teenagers uh, who've had some challenges in their life. I also work a lot with the uh, Robbins organisation, Anthony Robbins organisation, as um, one of their uh, one of their team helping facilitate uh, his programs around the world. So, you know, having that ability to attend, support, uh, and and assist others to grow um, that's that's my why's, that's my drivers. Coming up after the break, learn about how Yields found mentors along the way. I think by default, I met many mentors along the way. Um, my clients are my mentors. My clients are my, 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 my best coaches. Some advice he would give to newer investors? This, this industry is littered, especially our industry is littered with, with um, people wanting to make a deal. His tips condition a successful mindset? The amount of energy and stress you know, that he's putting into that and the cost if he actually just moves on and I can get him to move on. All that and more coming up next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Yields has found new mentors all throughout his property journey and believes learning from others is hugely important. I think by default, I met many mentors along the way. Um, my clients are my mentors. My clients are my my my, my best coaches. Um, you know, if I'm doing the right thing by them, uh, I'm getting that coaching. If I'm doing the wrong thing by them, I'm also getting the coaching. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, by, by default, you, you you meet many coaches and people coming to your life for a reason or a season. Um, I've also been fortunate enough to obviously be part of that Robbins organisation where uh, yeah, there's very many successful people involved within the organisation that support his events as well. Um, having having access to them and having them, you know, you, only, you don't need hours of coaching sometimes. Sometimes it's just that five-minute observation of something I've done or something I've talked about that they're giving you the feedback on is, is worth Thousands, thousands. Uh, from a presentation skill, I literally was at a seminar last year with Robbins, and this um, 
this trainer, uh, James, um, pulled me aside and said, you know, look, if you did this and this and this and this and this with your presentation, it would totally change the way it was received. And he coached me on that one. It gave me, I must have been about 20 minutes coaching on that one and then watched me and then gave me some more feedback. And, uh, yeah, as a result, I've, I've significantly changed the way I present content to uh, my audience. And, yeah, it's, it's things like that that you continually are looking for and are open to coaching. I think that's the other side of it is always be ready to receive feedback. Um, yeah, for any feedback is good feedback uh, and you will learn from it, good or bad, good or challenging. He gives some advice on the types of mentors to look out for. For people looking for mentors, they, they need to look for people that have already done what they want to do um, or if they haven't done it, uh, are on their way to doing it. Does that make sense? So people that are they're switched on and LinkedIn connect with other people like LinkedIn to, to a situation that they're familiar with, uh, networking uh, groups are a fantastic environment. Uh, wow, I like what he's doing. I'll sit down. What, what has he done differently? It's just like this interview now. It's like what have I done differently to what else someone else has done differently? Uh, there's always those little nuances, those one degrees. Uh, I, I say to many, many clients, it's like, uh, have you been to a property seminar? Have you been, oh, have you heard about this guy? He does his seminar workshop. Go, go, go to it. What's it cost? $49, go, pay it, do it. Why? But but aren't you, no, I want you to learn from someone else because if you walk away from there, but just one thing that you've learned, that's all, one thing, you've added that to your tool belt. Can't be taken away. So continue learning. He suggests some books that he's used to help him on his investment and business journey. The old classics, think, think and grow rich. Um, you know, that's that's a that's a that's a no-brainer. Um, I remember reading uh, Kiyosaki's books. Uh, I enjoyed reading a lot of uh, that content um, over the years. Rich Dad Poor Dad books. Um, believe it or not, I, I, I even even Trump in his day wrote some pretty good books and uh, went and saw him talk a couple of times in the um, in the states. Um, he had some good messages, he had some good content to deliver to people. So I think, yeah, the richest man in Babylon. Um, wow, I, I wasn't wasn't ready for this question. Richest man in Babylon. Um, Malcolm McDowell, and I can't honestly think of the book that I'm just talking about, but he talks about um, he talks about uh, people being uh, becoming really good at their at what they do. After ten thousand hours, you know you, you you can learn how to do something um, within you know a few hours, and you can learn the principle. But it's not until you actually have done it for many, 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 many hours that you actually start to understand it. And then ten thousand hours, then okay, then you actually know what the hell you're talking about. Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell. I apologise, Malcolm Gladwell. Here is some of the best advice Yields has ever received. Stay true to your word and only act with total integrity. He explains why integrity is important being in this industry. This, this industry is littered, especially our industry is littered with, with um, people wanting to make a deal, people wanting to, <laughs> people wanting to make a buck. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, making a buck in this industry comes at a cost uh, and it's, unfortunately, it's generally the client that gets hit with it. Um, hence, you know, my story, the $60,000, I've seen that too many times over. 
$60,000 in comms for a $600,000 property, $670,000 property. Crazy. If people act only with integrity, because you can't have partial integrity, you've got to, it's either you have it or haven't, um, and and you you treat every client the same way with that integrity as you would yourself or your family, um, you know, you, you, may, you may win some, you may lose some. Um, but I know that I can sleep at night at, in bed, you know, lay flat, knowing that I've, I've always done my best for my clients. He also shares some personal habits he believes contribute to his success. Don't sweat the small stuff. The whole logic of, yeah. So I, I started talking about it, a little bit about a client that's you know getting really stressed about. You know, he's, he doesn't feel he's been done right by by the by a, by a person who's doing some business at the moment. He wants to take him to court and fight him. It's yeah, the amount of energy and stress you know, that he's putting into that and the cost. If he actually just moves on, and I can get him to move on and just do another real estate transaction or just focus on what he's doing, he's going to make much more money. If Duncan Yields could speak to himself 10 years ago, he'd have this to say. Hang on, you're in for a wild freaking ride. Yeah, that's a decade. Oh, it's amazing. What can change in, in 10 years? Yeah, even 20 years. I mean, if I look back to, you know, 2000, and 2000 so it's 19 years. I just look at that period from where I, I, I stopped I quit my last director of nursing role in, two, in 1999 and we sold our last hairdressing salon in 1999 and went travelling for, for two years. Um, and, yeah, we had no idea what we were coming back to when we came back um, from that trip. And even as we started getting the mentoring and coaching, to think that I'd be travelling the world, think that I'd be talking to thousands of people, think that I would have helped you know, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people build their portfolios um, and and coach and mentor so many people. Um, would never have guessed it. Would never have would never have read that. Could could not have seen any of that on the cards. Uh, but it's been one hell of a ride, and I, I think that, and and a, a really fun ride. And I think you know, look at the next twenty years. Man, I hope I'm still doing this in 20 years' time. Um, I, I've got no reason to slow down. I love seeing people, the light come on when people actually get it and they go, wow, wow I can actually you know, take control of what I'm doing and now um, understand the importance of having the team around you. I think that's a massive – that's, to me, that's my nursing. That's that's the thank you. That's the look at them succeed. That's the, the simple thank you that I talked about right at the start. Um so that ride, no, it's only going to continue and get better. Over the next five years, Yields is excited to take advantage of the new buying conditions in Australia, as well as perhaps writing a second book. Look, I'm actually, we're actually in the process of building now. I really think there's some fantastic opportunities in um, in the property space right now. I think that uh, you know we, we've got a royal commission that's just handed down its findings. We've got uh, some of the best lending conditions, the safest lending conditions within the world right now within Australia. Um, and we've also got a market that is actually quite depressed. So from a, from a purchase point of view, uh, churning some of my property, selling and, and buying some new, um, some good blue chips. It's, we're talking about the lifestyle phase, the consolidation phase. I've already gone through the the acquisition of the consolidation. I'm actually now actually going through a process of reconsolidating or, or doing trading some more properties to to get some better 
even better opportunities in the portfolio um, is what I see in the next sort of five years. Um, I would like to think that in the next five years, um, I'd like to, put, like, like to write another book um, or written uh, or co-written a, a book called Million Dollar Mentors, um, wow, geez, six or seven years ago now. Um, so I'd write another book, um, more about the journey, more about clients and more uh, almost case studies, chapters or a case study for each client. Uh, because I think you know that the, the knowledge that I've uh, that I've attained over the years isn't a secret, is and, and shouldn't be a secret. And and anyone that wants to um, you know sell you into a program to buy the secrets to property investing and wealth in property, you know, um, look, I think there's a place for it, and I think there's great opportunity to do that sort of thing. I, for me personally, you can give people information, you can write the story. I still think it comes down to working with them and people will always do more if you actually go on the journey with them. And I think uh, that's why it's the title of book. Yields hasn't relied on luck in his journey but on seizing opportunities. I don't think there's anything anything to do with luck. I, I think the, 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 the average person walks past seven opportunities, money-making opportunities every day in their life. They miss those opportunities and don't take any action on those opportunities because they don't even know there's an opportunity in front of them. Uh, and well, that's that's a fact. That's that's just the way it is. So people literally miss them. Um, and you, you, how many times have people said? I'm sure listeners said, oh, "I thought that I had that idea five years ago." Oh, yeah. That, look at that. That was my idea. Well, yeah, it is. It was, but you didn't take action because you didn't know how to. You didn't have the team around you. You didn't have the support. You didn't have the knowledge. So I think that um, yeah, it's not luck. It's it's learning a constant uh, can I constant never never uh, ending improvement in your process and learning what you can do to get better. Um, so how much hard work had to do with it? Um, I wouldn't even say hard work. I think it's just it's that uh, it's that ten thousand hour principle. It's just continually doing the same thing over and over and over again. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, and sometimes you lose. <laughs> but overall, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and you get better at it each time, you're going to get better and better results. If you're interested in learning more from Duncan Yields and would like his strategic advice, then register for his free webinar that will show you how to set up your personalized 5 power properties to create astonishing wealth. Register at propertyinvestory.com forward slash power. In addition, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Duncan Yields for sharing his journey with us on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.